1: Hey everyone, I'm Eric, this is my wife, Julie, today.
0: Today we're talking about growing up in your blended family. It's gonna be good.
1: Okay, today we're going to be growing up in our blended families.
0: Why do you smile?
1: Um, Because there's only two grown-ups in a blended family. Who are they? Not me.
0: <laughs> Who are they?
1: <laughs> I don't know. It should be the mom and dad, but mm. sometimes that's just not the way it works.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, again, second podcast of or second episode of our podcast in 2023, and... You know, I really was wanting to think about uh, January. Everyone's goal setting and thinking about what they want for themselves, and you know what is what are what are we going to focus on in twenty twenty three? Most people do that. Do you ever do that, or are you more like take it as it comes? Yeah,
1: I'm really like I don't know. I, I guess I don't. I don't. You're such
0: a visionary, so that's interesting. To
1: Sometimes, me. but I just. I'm always going a million miles an hour that I'm not like, oh, it's a new year, time to go. I'm like, all right, well, I've still got things going. If I can finish every project I have going by the end of the year, you know, and just have, like, a fresh start, that's wonderful. You know, so that's kind of my goal, but it's not, like, some long-term, like, full-year goal.
0: Yeah. Well, there's a lot of people, um, and I think I got this from our church, actually, years back, where you think of a word for your year. Yeah. Like, um, so the last part of last year, my word was portion. Okay. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Nothing.
1: I I can't say it on here. It's really funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, <laughs> say it. Don't say it. No. I, I trust that. I trust <laughs> your instinct. Do not. Yeah. <laughs> but like, God is my portion. Okay. And then, you know, being on the Be Balanced journey, we talked about last podcast. Uh-huh it was a lot of portion control yeah, and being aware of my portion. Like, am I overindulging? Am I overspending? Am I um, obsessing? You know, and kind of like, so God is my portion. He is my provider. And then just really focusing on the portion in front of me and and just being a good steward. That's a word from today's message. But, yeah, yeah, like being a good steward of the portion – I have. So that was last year's word. Right. Um, One of my friend's word this year is connection.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah. So she really wants connection. Another friend, her word is gratitude. Okay. Just really focusing on that. So I think the purpose of having a word of the year is just creating some intentionality, like reflecting on the area of your life that needs attention or that you can grow in or an area of life that you really want to focus on to experience freedom in that area of your life, whatever that is. Okay. So, um, my word for the year that actually God gave me is maturity.
1: Mm, I could use that one. Well, it's just,
0: (laughs) I know I was sitting there like, Why'd are you, you give sure this, this to is me? mine? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the mature one of the two. Are but, you, though? No. Yeah. I think that you and I are yin and yang in yeah. this very thing, and I think that's why God gave it to me, because the areas that I'm immature, mm. you are very mature.
1: Yeah, and vice versa, right? Yes. And, and, that- I, and at the end of the day, like, we really, like, we joke around, you know, we're silly about things, but I think when it comes down to it, like, push comes to shove we're both pretty mature like we know you don't think so no I, I, nice. I really I think when it comes down to it and we need to show up and we need to be mature for something yeah I think we both have level heads to be like all right it's time to show up
0: I think okay so okay. first of all two parts to respond to that yeah I think maturity is like Swiss cheese <laughs> there are parts of life we're solid.
1: Okay. Right. Yeah.
0: And then there are definite holes where there's like there's no maturity. Yeah, but that's, yeah, but you that's life,
1: you know. And I feel yeah. like that's got to That's part of it, you know. You have to be able to let loose. A I want to be a slice and of have American fun. cheese. Yeah, like I like I do. <laughs> you all
0: oh, like just. You're no more holes. like
1: Famunda cheese.
0: Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and maturity podcast. Yes. This is Going great. Yes. So See, far. but this isn't
1: the place where I have to like fully show up and like be so mature and like no one wants to hear a mature eric like i'm not that much fun when i'm totally mature like if i show up to a business meeting i'll be mature but to a point like it's all about it's all about being real people am i right like but
0: that's interesting that you said like at the coach in me yeah i'm sitting here like wow mm-hmm. so you think maturity is devoid of fun
1: um like that is the connection no, you just made. No, I'm saying that there's a level and there's a there's a practice. Like you get to a place where you can be mature without crossing boundaries, without crossing guidelines within a boundary of what your circumstances are. So mm. you got to kind of know your audience. And I think that's where at home in our blended family, you have so many audience is. that you need to know what the level of maturity is what are we raising our families to look like who are our children what are we modeling for our children who is our spouse what does our spouse allow or not allow you know what's yeah. what's our banter look like what is what is it as a whole because for me and um being a believer i i believe god knows my heart god knows my my true thoughts and my heart. So, however I'm acting and presenting and showing up, I'm not lying. You know what I mean? I'm not lying to God, I'm not lying to anyone and I see you kind of laughing about it.
0: Because you said lying.
1: Uh, yeah, but it, it, you know, it's yeah, you know, y- you've got to kind of know your audience.
0: Okay. So with that being said, because I I kind of I know we you and I did not prep for this.
1: No, we never did. And
0: you were just like, oh, she's going to ask me questions.
1: Pointed questions that are so <laughs> difficult.
0: These shouldn't. I'm just curious. So I'm um, beware. I'm going to be asking you questions. Okay. I, I have answers. I'm just curious if you like. So I think that there are ways that I need. I I look at myself and I I see the holes in my cheese. You know, I see, I. <laughs> <laughs> shut up <laughs> oh my goodness i see where i see the areas i need maturing in okay okay one would be like do you see
1: all the areas or do you just no. recognize some
0: well obviously yeah i'm me i'm the inside looking yeah. out i'm not the outside and looking i'm me
1: in. i'm the outside looking in yeah so this yeah. is the
0: que- so these are the questions i think i would love to explore if your game to our audience because this is a conversation I hope our married couple audience has with each other. So we're going to start it and I hope people kind of follow lead. Great. You guys,
1: as she pointed out, um, I'm not prepped for this whatsoever. (laughs) It's not
0: something you need to prep for. Oh no, no, because I think that what I'm curious about. So for me, I want to talk where I need to mature, where you need to mature and where we need to mature as a married couple. Okay. So for me, I know that I'm super reactionary and I'm super emotional. And I don't think that's insensitive.
1: Yeah, I was going to say one word comes to mind. Sensitive? Uh, yeah, I was going to say offended. But yes. I say equally, though, though, yeah, I
0: would say equally though. I would volley that word right back.
1: I bet you would.
0: So, but here, yes, yeah. I'm super sensitive. I'm highly emotional. I've learned to regulate my emotions a little <laughs> bit. Do you not feel like that?
1: Yeah, you're doing a great job. No, you have.
0: You've been working Especially on it. Especially like with the Be Balanced program and like my hormones leveling out. I feel yeah. inside, whether I present on the outside different, I feel a lot calmer.
1: <laughs> she spends a lot of time alone, you guys, and with you, her clients. Um,
0: yeah, I love my most clients. Most of the day.
1: Be- it's my best life. <laughs> I'm living my here? best
0: life alone <laughs> and with my clients. So not, You know what, though? Alone. You
1: say that, and that's sometimes how I feel. I'm like, man, I'm living my best life when I'm driving you know, an hour away <laughs> to a shoot by myself yes. in my own thoughts yes. with no one around me. I'm like, man, I couldn't be happier. <laughs> I feel like you Sorry. guys feel that, so you know, yeah. and yeah. I'm That's like, man, I'm I'm just, and I'm grateful. There's never any more time that I'm more grateful when I'm just driving by myself. I'm grateful for you and for each one of the kids and for my business and just everything God provides and I'm just happy. And then I call you and it's just like... You know, and it's like, you're not having the same day I am. You're not driving down the road by myself. You're driving, carpooling a bunch of teenage girls around, you know, something just happened, whatever it may be. And you're just having such an opposite day of me. And I'm like, reality, here we are.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I know there's a lot of areas I need to mature in. You know, I named a few that I see. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll ask you, like, and I'm open to it. I'm, I'm not going to ask you a question I don't want you to answer, <laughs> you know? So what other besides the, the one you acknowledge, like, my sensitivity maybe and my mm-hmm. being offended, mm-hmm. What, what, th- is there something that you can think of that you're like, yeah, if you could mature in this, that would help you out? See, not these for are these you, pointed like, questions.
1: Like, this is something I really have to give thought of.
0: Oh, okay. um,
1: I don't know. I really... I like who you are. Um, I think that. I
0: think you, letting other people get under my. Oh, well, I guess that's being offended, like caring about what people yeah, think.
1: But I. Yeah. Or because
0: um, that's something you've said sometimes, like I care too much what others think. And I. yeah.
1: Or you you're quick mm. to think that someone in the household, <laughs> usually me, is, you know, attacking you or yeah. coming at you, if you will and yeah, I'm and like, like on the defensive Yeah, and I'm like, whoa, like it's yeah, not slow at all. Roll, calm down. That's not at all where I'm coming from. Yeah, you know, no, I see that, and it, and it creates tension. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, it just it brings everything down. And I think it's uh it it's almost become a habit that you and I both probably have now. You know, it's something that we've both picked up because of that. And I think we're both aware of it now. Um not until some, somewhat recently, I think we've kind of talked about it, or we've kind of it's it, we've brought it to light somehow in the last couple of months, and it's something that we are both probably working on a little bit, and it's not there yet, you know. But I think we're both aware of it, and we're both trying to. It doesn't it doesn't go as high and doesn't stay as low for as long as yeah. it once did. You the know? highs
0: and lows are kind of balancing out. I agree. Yeah. I think that is a level of maturity we, <laughs> a decade in, are. Are coming to, I think yeah. that, that is, that is so true. So, um, sorry to, no, like, but, uh, no, but, but, but I back, also, yeah.
1: I don't think it's something that we've always dealt with. Had, if you said like, this is something we've always dealt with. Well, when we started, I don't know, let's go back eight years. I don't think that was in our relationship eight years ago. Yeah. It's a newer habit that's only been around maybe the last five years. Yeah. You know?
0: Well, I know f- I'll speak for myself one way I have matured back from day one to now, mm-hmm. you know, over this time we've been together and known each other, even before we were romantic when we were just friends, you know, I think that I did not speak my, my truth. And I, I kept the, I held things in a lot mm-hmm. until I couldn't hold it in anymore. And then I would explode or something like you know the smallest thing would set me off and you're like what the actual hell is happening right now right so i think that as as the last couple of years the last few years i am learning to find my voice like how and this is something i work with my clients on too like um I don't believe in always speaking your truth because I do believe your truth in the moment can blow shit up.
1: Well, also your truth in the moment isn't necessarily right, but it's not necessarily wrong. It's just your, your, yeah, yeah, your, it's your experience. And there's been studies on this. There has been, I mean, there's probably movies on this where it's like, you can literally see this only one way that this person saw it, but then they show it to you from a whole different perspective and light. And you're like, Holy cow. Yes. Like that's so yes different. This is
0: a great co-parenting thing right. right here, right now. What we're talking about, if you're a co-parent, listen in because your truth is your truth and how you see it. But if we showed the movie from the other person, the audience, it might turn on you. Yeah. You know, and that's like the kids, the kids are the audience, right? And the kids are turning From parent to parent. It's very, anyway, I don't want to get sidetracked on that. but
1: But I also think that the big lesson of this, you know, just real quick, if we just wrap that up and you're like, the big picture, the big lesson is... We're all on the same team. We're trying to be on the same team. There doesn't in our blended family. There doesn't need to be a winner and a loser. We all want to be the winner, and we want our whole family to be losers. So let's you want, you want
0: our whole family to be losers no, uh,
1: to be the winners, not the losers. <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> let's not. Uh, uh, my brain was jumping on to the next thing. Let's not try to create, you know, our spouse as the loser or our step kid as the loser. Like we want them to win. Like they are part of our team. They represent our team. They're wearing the same colors as us. Like, let's bring everyone up and stop trying to sabotage or I don't know, bring another part of our family down. Because once that part of the family is down, uh, the whole f- the family's not a whole. It's not you know where we ultimately yeah. want to be.
0: That's right. You know, if
1: you hear someone on the street talking about someone in your family, I hear someone on the street talking about my wife poorly. Or step talking about my stepkid poorly, that's not gonna go over well with me. That's not gonna feel good to me. You know, how would that feel to you? Um listening to this if if someone's talking about your spouse in a poor manner. Well, let's stop doing that to ourselves because all we're doing is sabotaging and setting up our own team for failure. You know, that's our family.
0: And feeding our uh, to piggyback off that, yes, we're setting our family up for failure or another person, but we're also like feeding our own negative story that, right. you know, we're, we're also feeding the part of us that is maybe insecure or unhappy or angry or frustrated. And when we feed that beast, it will grow.
1: Yeah. So how do we change that? How do we, how do we come at this differently? And like mm-hmm. for you and I, we have this, you know, this quick to react Um, Offended, offended behavior. How do do. we, what do we do to change that? Oh, Mm. Coach Julie.
0: Yeah, well, my my first go to with all things is how can we appreciate it, Mm -hmm. because here's the deal. There's a part of us that serves us well by being offended.
1: And what's that? That's like a, that's like a um a victim mentality. Is that what it is?
0: Yes, but here's the deal. If we um. If we don't if we know we're offended and we spend our time shaming the other person for it, okay, feeling guilty about it, yeah, not liking it if we're if that's our focus about ourselves, then it's just gonna bring us down. right. You know you shaming me about being offended doesn't make me be like,
1: "Oh, Thanks, <laughs> yeah, it's like
0: I really want to change now. It's <laughs> yeah. more like, you know, yeah. or or I she just, just gave me the
1: middle finger if you're listening to this.
0: or it's like I want to retreat." Like, and I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I'm not going... I'm not connected to you anymore, so I'm just going to go in the other room.
1: It pushes It pushes away. It It drives away. It 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 breaks connection is, like, the
0: term, right? So whenever we bring negativity into a situation, you break connection. Yeah. And I think that's what we do to ourselves and to our spouse. And so this is why... I mean, teasing is all right, but, like, teasing with, like, a poke... So here's... So I guess... There's a part of me that has created a habit of offense to protect myself. Okay. Okay?
1: hmm
0: And usually that's birthed out of not feeling safe. Okay, now we could go back to, like, my childhood and why I might not feel safe with a man. We can explore all this bullshit. So I think that instead of being at war with yourself about a part of it that needs to mature— like, don't be at war with yourself. That's not helpful. Right. What is helpful and how you can shift things is to learn to appreciate that that part of myself is doing a good job of protecting me, maybe. So if I can understand what that part of myself, like what need that part of myself is, needing, is meeting, mm-hmm. and if I can look at you and see that you're offended and you probably have a need you're trying to meet through that offense, right. that probably has nothing to do with me. Right. Right,
1: yep
0: I can let compassion in, I can get curious, I can have understanding towards you, and that keeps connection, and then we can get to a place where we can problem solve
1: right. I feel like you know what you're
0: doing I do, I know the other so I think my my answer, and this is what I work with clients on all the time, is just one of many things, but like appreciating it and stopping at war you know and and yeah. and, and with your spouse too, like you can hate your spouse and and You know, but there's a part of you that, there's a part of all of us that is immature for a reason, a good reason. Self-preservation, to find belonging, to find love, um, you know, to have acceptance, whatever that, like, there's a part of us that's this way. And listen, if we're earth side, it's kept us alive, right? It's served us well. So, I think that's where we start with that, but that's a coaching journey that are not a coaching journey. It is a coaching journey, but that's like a transformational journey. So this is the
1: type of thing that you work on with some of your clients. Yes, like getting here. So All if you guys clients. are not a avid listener to Blended Life, Julie is a. How do I explain who you are? I'm
0: a well, I'm a life coach, a yeah. certified life and health coach. Yeah. I can coach on. Both, um, my my expertise is obviously coaching adults and blended families, and that's like a life coaching, not like it is a life coaching career that I am in. And I work with adults who just are in crisis mode daily. You know, constant state of upset. They're just lost and powerless and out of control, and they're just done in their blended families. They just don't know what to do, and I help them take their power back. You know, it's, it's really a journey for them so that they can show up differently because once you show up differently in your blended family, your relationships are forced to shift. You cannot show up differently and have things remain the same, good or bad, right? If I became a raging alcoholic and that's how I was showing up in our home, things are going to shift. Yeah. You know, if, if I also walked in our house every day, if I walked in our house every day and I'm like, I'm so grateful. I'm thank you God for this home. Thank you Eric for providing for us. Thank you kids for bringing us so much joy and keeping us on our toes and helping us learn. Thank you puppies for all the love you give us. Like if I just walked around grateful, the way you experienced me would be completely different than how you experience me. <laughs> I'm trying to envision you know? this. I'm
1: having I'm having a really hard time envisioning this, but I would like to. <laughs> so I would like I would like you to go ahead and sign up for a free breakthrough session. Oh, at I will. Becoming now at gmail.com. <laughs> and I'd like you to go through this program that this wonderful woman, Julie, <laughs> has laid out that is life transforming. Yeah. And I think that would help you get to what journey. you just described. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I, I usually with my clients in a breakthrough session or potential clients in a breakthrough session, I'm just like the power of gratitude is this. What if every kid walked in the door every day just so grateful thank you for this backpack thank you that I have shoes that keep my feet dry yeah thank you so much that I have books to read and I'm not bored and thank you for this xbox even if it's 10 years old I'm so grateful thanks mom and dad thank you mom and dad for going to work like if that was our kid any of we we'd be so happy to come home at the end of. isn't it
1: funny as we think of this as as you're saying this like our house just got really clean and really bright and everything smelled good. And mm-hmm. it was, our, our dogs didn't pee on anything. It was just, everything was perfect. I saw a white picket fence and roses. Oh. Yeah.
0: Wow. But so it's the power of gratitude. So that's a great word of the year. If you're like, what's my word of the year going to be? Gratitude changes everything. It's a great intentionality to have around your blended family, no matter how rough your circumstance is. There's always something to be grateful for, and if you can shift your focus to that, you'll start recognizing more of it, and your experience will shift. But um, I want to get back to what we were talking about. So we kind of, you know, talked a little bit about where we could grow. I think another area of immaturity, and this is not, this is not just us. This is everyone I ever <laughs> talked to, but maturing in communication. Yeah. How we communicate with each other. Communication is everything.
1: I mean, you it's look oxygen at any, to a relationship. Yeah, you know? you, you look at any, um, you know, service or part of the military or, um, you know, search and rescue, whatever it may be. It's all about communication. Their communication skills are on point. They have training for communication. You know, three way communication evolves from there. All the safety evolves from there. It's all about communication.
0: Yeah, and so it's so hard at home. And it's yeah. so hard at home because it's, it's the temptation of, the, of, of being offended. It is emotions. But really, I think offense is where it's at. I just finished reading this book um, called The Bait of Satan. The Bait of Satan. Your mom gave it to us, and I read it. <laughs>
1: Thanks for reading for us. You're welcome. I don't know how But actually,
0: your, your sister and brother-in-law gave it to your mom. Oh really? Like it's been in our fan Like it's been a thing. So is
1: it? A, it's it's a heirloom at this point.
0: It's so good. If you guys, if you guys find yourself easily offended, which I think it's easy. I I I really think this is a a, <laughs> a cultural issue. We're all really sensitive and really offended. Every, I mean, look at the we cancel media or cancel culture right now. Everyone's so offended we're in, like, cancel culture. Yeah. And it's like um, this is where the devil gets a foothold, right, because this is where bitterness and resentment start to grow, and relationships can't survive yeah, it tears,
1: that. Yeah, it tears people apart. Yep. It tears relationships apart. Yep. It tears, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just what it is.
0: So that's a great, great resource. If you find you're dealing with offense, go out and get the bait of Satan. It is a um, faith-based book, so know that. Wasn't there a
1: DVD with it also?
0: Yeah, there's different books you can buy. Ours, ours included a, a DVD, which okay. I have not watched that uh-huh. yet. But the our book also included a devotional, like a 28 day devotional. The back of the book. So there's different versions you can get, but it's so, so good, you guys, if it's. Um, so I, I think so. An area we can mature is definitely communication. Is there any other area that you're like, gosh, this would be a good area for our marriage to mature in, grow up a little bit? I
1: think one step at a time. But I think that's I think communication is is huge. I think that's a a yeah. really a really big one. What
0: bugs you about our communication specifically that you feel like that we, we fall short in, or that is hard for you with me? Is it Um, just the offense piece? No, I think there's a lot of, no, I think
1: there's a lot of assuming or, or maybe lack of thought, (laughs) if you will, you know, it's not that neither of us are thoughtful. I think that it just, it's off the cuff. It happens so quickly. And it's like, wait, like, that's not at all what I meant. That's not at all what I, you know what I mean? It's just, so quick to jump to things. I think that is where you and I fall short. We're moving and we're going so fast and so quick. And from one thing to the other that we don't take time to just be like, you know, this, this isn't where you're coming from. This isn't how I should be feeling, but maybe we'll add other circumstances around us. Yeah. Play into that. You know, yeah. it's like, I'm having a bad day already. and you say something to me out of, you know, it just, Sounds like it comes out wrong, but it's misinterpreted yeah. by me just because of all my other circumstances, not you related.
0: Yeah, I know for me sometimes I don't want to talk because I feel like if I talk, you're going to make it about you mm. and not just let m- not see me and my struggle But be offended by it or make it about you or make it mean something about you. And even if it is to do with you, it's not that I need you to do anything because I feel like it just could be something that I'm dealing with. Or especially with each other's kids, you know, I would love to be able to come to you and have like a conversation about what I'm dealing with with your kid or you be able to come to me and be like, this is what I'm struggling with with your kids and not and just allow space for the other person to not be okay or have a struggle and not be upset by the struggle, yeah. but compassionate. Like how yeah, can I, well, we I, love each other through it instead already, of like getting yeah, upset? I can about already it?
1: feel that though. Like even just you talking about that. I think a part of that comes down there's it's deeper than that. Part of it comes down to parenting style. You know, if I know that you're not okay with my kid because of something they did, you know. Or something, you know, one of the kids did. I want that to be fixed because I want, I don't want my kids getting away with something like that. I want, I hold a higher standard and I think that's why I want to fix it. And why I take offense, not offense of what you're telling me, but offense that my kids my child is capable of doing something like, like that Like maybe you're
0: disappointed in the situation yeah. or you're and like dang it I didn't yeah. oh. where it's
1: not even a, it's not even a youth thing you know say uh say my you know the kid's youth pastor came to me and said hey you know your son did this and I have a problem with this I'm going to try to fix it with my kid not because I don't want to hear him and not because it's just a thing it's because I hold my my child to a higher standard than that You know, I don't, I don't want them getting away with this and thinking that they can get away with that. And that's how I feel about it in our household, you know, especially in our household, because that's where they should be learning. That's where these lessons should be playing in and the kids should be learning, you know, to have them play out, you know, or, or if you come to me and, you know, it's like, it's something you did, but. You know, you don't necessarily need me to fix it. You just let me know that it hurt your feelings or something. I hold myself to a higher standard than that. Mm-hmm. I want to fix it. I want to make it right, not because you're telling me this and I'm like, oh, I need to be better. You know, I it, I need to solve your problems. I'm like, I need to I need to learn from this and grow from this because mm-hmm. I need to hold myself to higher standards. And I'm the same. I'm this exact same way in business too. If a client comes to me and tells me something that they're not happy with that I've done or the way I'm showing up or something. In a big place that I learn about things in business as well as in my friendships and relationships is if I hear something about someone else, you know, it has nothing to do with me. I always try to learn from everyone else's mistakes. How can I not make the mistake to do, to offend or hurt someone's feelings that someone else is making right now. I learn from people around me. I listen to all that type of stuff. That has nothing to do with me. You know. And the same thing. I mean. You watch the Hallmark movies. You know. There's there's always a story. Involved in these. The you know. The same story. It's usually the same story. Yeah. With different a par-
0: setting. Different town. Yeah. No. It's always actors. it's always
1: Christmas and a party planner. It always is. And they're falling <laughs> in love with the, the first guy that they've seen that hasn't been around in a long time. We all know the story. Um. But there's always a (laughs) downfall in that story. And if you can learn from those downfalls, Mm. you know, like what did the villain or the bad person, how did they hurt someone around them? Someone's always hurt and then it ends up becoming better. Well, if we can learn from anything and everything around us, like that just helps us level up, if you will.
0: Ooh, I like that level up.
1: Yeah, that's a your word. Well, that's a
0: a health coach institute. Oh, Sorry. (laughs)
1: I didn't mean that's where I got
0: certified you guys health coach institute if you guys are interested in life or health coaching go to health coach institute and look at look at them up they're amazing it's a woman owned and founded and it's pretty that's a pretty big deal yeah it's Um, it's neat yeah um but I so this I this we all this all this little segue or segment of conversation was birthed out of you know Uh, I know. You you want me to get you a trash can? No, but me realizing, like, I think I have matured in the sense where I'm not holding my truth because really I think it's a balance. You know, there's a balance of you don't have to speak every truth because you'll blow things up and cause unnecessary drama and conflict. Like, I think you have to be wise in what you say. And, but it's like, I think I was extreme. And so it was either like all or none. And that's a very black and white, immature, idealistic way to live. And I think that as I've grown in our marriage, learning that I need to speak my truth, but maybe I speak it in love, like trying to figure out how do I speak my truth in love? And does my truth even need to be spoken? Because sometimes our truth is just emotion and it's irrational and it comes in waves and it passes. And so I think discerning... what truth needs to be shared and how to share it in love. But having a balance of like, because holding your truth all the time is not unhealthy and will cause bitterness and resentment. It's yeah, not it's, good.
1: It, the other term for it is sweeping things under the rug. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. Or... You know, just being a complainer in your home, a nag, a complainer. I just speak my truth all day long, and it's like you're on a giant soapbox all day long. Well, that, That's no fun well, either. What
1: that does is that builds a wall between you and everyone around you because now they're scared of you. Now they're scared to talk to you. Or, if or it's annoying. Or, like, well, who that wants too. to be I mean, be there's, around so, there's so many things, yeah. but
0: Yeah, the fruit of that is bitter. Yeah. And so I think the maturity in that is really finding a balance there. Another thing that I, I feel like, and you can tell me if you, I, I don't know if you relate to this at all, but in the beginning of our relationship, I was super anxious all the time. Hmm. And I think that's why I held my truth a lot was I was anxious to cause conflict because of previous relationships yeah. and how I was raised. I was anxious that if I spoke up, you would leave, uh-huh. especially before we got married, uh-huh. I never wanted to rock the boat because I was so anxious about losing you, maybe was well, so much younger, you
1: never wanted to rock the cradle either.
0: <laughs> so I think there was a lot of anxiety that I was ho- hiding behind as far as like speaking up for myself Kay. and I have to really appreciate you right now for because a lot of people might think that's bait and switch, mm. you know because you you start out with somebody who's kind of passive yeah and doesn't really cause like doesn't really it's kind of like it's easy
1: yeah it used to be super easy going
0: <laughs> right <laughs> just kidding. no but like yeah. that's how you know like right. agreeable go along with things like I feel like in the beginning that was me because I was so anxious and so maybe still broken a little bit like I just had a lot of maturing to do I had a lot of figuring out my voice and how to speak my truth. I didn't really have great role models growing up of how do you speak your truth and not blow shit up. I, I, you know, that was something that I never, I have no idea. Every time anyone spoke their truth, relationships ended.
1: Yeah. There was yelling and, or screaming. And and and,
0: you know what I mean? And so I, I learned growing up, it was unsafe to speak my truth. And then, you know, I I've have PTSD from conflict in previous relationships. Like, if I never have another fight with anyone, I'm great. Yeah, I've done it my whole life. Well, I think I think most people so. probably
1: feel that way, you know. But it's like we don't know how to live a life of zero conflict. Like, that's just not the world we live in. We live in a world of pure chaos and conflict. I mean, yeah. people people literally make social media and YouTube channels. About conflict, or they go out and they create their own conflict. Reality
0: TV, which we all all love, is based on conflict. Does it be boring to watch a group of people getting along? Right. Yeah.
1: No, it's literally produced into it. It's written into it, and it's yeah, and it's edited to make more conflict than is actually there.
0: Yeah. Well, and but so this is the thing. I think being so, I want to appreciate you for sticking by my side as I have evolved. You know, from somebody who held their tongue all the time for a lot of different valid reasons for me, but maybe not fair to our relationship or you, for you. Yeah. (laughs) I mean a little bit to like me starting to like over the years, you know, not let things go, not be silent about things that matter to me, you know, speaking up when things bug me and it's, it's, it's really scary still. Sometimes I catch myself like I need to get this off my chest and I'm so terrified of the consequence of that sometimes, but not because you do. Anything, no. Yeah. It's, my, no, it's what I bring to it. That's what I baggage, was going to say, you know, you
1: know, is am I a person? Am I a person of consequence? You know, Somet- I, I mean,
0: sometimes when you're offended. Right. Like my truth can offend you. Right. But and vice versa. You're right? So it, might, aff- it
1: might offend me for a little bit. You know, and, and I might be a little like bummed out
0: attitude and the fight. yeah. Like, but does it like but does it last
1: long with me? Like I'm pretty quick to get over things, you know, especially if you change, if you change and your <laughs> attitude changes, you know, yeah. like you come to me and you've offended me because of your behavior, the way you're acting or the way you're talking. If you change your behavior. Mine will usually change pretty quickly. I don't go along with it. I don't I don't punish you for the past, if you will.
0: No. Yeah. So I think that um I've matured a lot in and, and you bring up conflict. That too. I mean, can we bring appreciate? I think this changes things for couples and it's a it's a maturity. Like we know that conflict isn't bad.
1: Right. Because it's conflict a place of
0: growth. is where you grow mm-hmm. and you learn about each other in conflict. Learn about and you learn how to problem solve and how to but, be a team. But and
1: and, but, and that's where communication comes in. Yeah. That's where communication is so important. Yes. Because if you don't communicate in this time of conflict mm-hmm. and disagreement, mm-hmm. there is no way to grow from that.
0: No, you have to be, and you have to have an agreement to be on the same team. Right. You know, so I, I, I think, I don't know. So the, the so I, I take us and our audience through this conversation Because my challenge to our audience is, please go sit down with your spouse somewhere. Maybe it's over a glass of wine. Maybe it's in a hot tub. Maybe it's on a walk. You know, definitely not in the middle of a hustle and bustle day. But when there's time for you guys. Or on
1: a car ride with the kids in the back listening in. Yes,
0: not with kids around. But have conversations and and be mature enough to be able to hear how your spouse thinks that you could mature. How would it be? how what what are the holes in your Swiss cheese that they're seeing and then also be like I am I I need to mature in this way and have the conversation how each of you individually might want to or need to mature so that your blended family can grow and how your marriage your relationship can mature like where do you see your marriage your relationship faltering and I think these are the conversations that are enlightening, but you have to have an agreement of non-offense going into it. Like this isn't a conversation to start fights. This is a conversation to learn and to grow from. Um, so I, 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 maturity is my word of the year. And people ask me all the time, what is that? I think that means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. The definition of maturity, we were just talking about this. I was like, what is the actual definition? And then I want to tell you what, it, what God gave me around, specifically what he feel like. Okay. So the definition of maturity is reaching the most advanced stage in a process.
1: Hmm, interesting.
0: And when I was thinking about it, not looking it up, I thought, well, to me, maturity means um, like equipping yourself with the qualities needed to succeed. So whether it's in business, whether it's in health, whether it's in your blended family, like we kind of know or can explore the qualities and then how can I equip myself with those qualities or tap into the qualities that I know I possess to succeed in, in the bigger picture here. And to me, that's like maturity is, is, is growing the qualities, cultivating the skills, um, equipping yourself to be able to have what you want. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know if you agree with that. You had one word. Mm -hmm. Oh, here you
0: go, turning the round. I know,
1: because I have an answer for this. Oh, good. Um, (laughs) One word for maturity, like, what would it be? Like, what is, like, what's your goal of maturity? Or or it doesn't even have to be one word. I have Mm -hmm. one word for it. But, like, what's your...
0: Growth, right? Is it growth? Well, I mean, level uh, up. My thought of
1: maturity, like, what the final product is, Mm -hmm. is wisdom. And I think I think that's what our ultimate goal is is to have wisdom of right wrong um discernment not to to know you know you just you know better when you're mature. you know the rights and the wrongs but I
0: think mature is maturity or being mature is like it's a verbiage, so you can have all the knowledge, but if you're not there's no action. Mm-hmm because a lot of our immaturity is behavioral. Hmm. So how many times do you and I know better? Every time. Right.
1: 60% of the time we know better. So every we
0: might time. have the wisdom hmm. like we know, we have the wisdom, but there's been habits like being reactionary, being offended like you pointed out earlier is a habit. Hmm. Like sometimes we adapt a coping skill for protection. And then it's so used that now it's autopilot. It's yeah. just habit, or it's but there's a behavioral piece there. Yeah, that's but I have. A, I mean, like
1: me biting my tongue earlier, you know, <laughs> not saying what I thought I should say. Oh, at the beginning. Yeah, like that is. I have the wisdom to not do that, but I have. I had the maturity to hold back, you know? Oh, or maybe goodness. the wisdom wisdomful, I don't know, whichever way but you want. But I wanna. think
0: there's a behavioral piece. I think you're right. It's a, it's it's wisdom, and then it's also it, it's it's showing up and behaving in a way that is mature. Yeah. You know, um knowledge without I don't, <laughs> knowledge without action is like I don't know, works without faith. It's just kind of like what it doesn't; it falls flat. Hmm. Um, so I, I was people have been asking me, you know, as I've been sharing my word of the year specifically, and I this is kind of like professionally and personal growth, so not blended family related, although maybe it is in okay. some aspects. But what was what was put on my heart around the word maturity? And I shared this a while back in my stories is really this idea of coming out of hiding. And I think I shared this with you way back, January 1, 2, something like that. Okay. Do you remember me sharing this with you at all or no?
1: No, I mean, maybe if you start talking about it, it'll ring a bell.
0: Yeah, so the fir- the term, the, I mean, it was like come out of hiding. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what does that mean? Come out of hiding? What yeah. not hiding?
1: How'd you come up with that?
0: Uh, God put on my heart. This, I I don't, but this is not from me. That's just like, to me, maturity is coming out of hiding. And I think that means, and actually, I know specifically, I will tell you what I was doing when this came to me. I was listening to my coach, Lisa, she was doing, she does a weekly, um, the things I know video on Facebook. Okay. And she was speaking and I don't, it was, had nothing to do with this. Like it really, I was watching it. And it your had nothing mind, to do your with mind this. Just went off and in then a it was direction. like, it came to me like, I need to come out of hiding. Huh. So when things like that happen, I believe they're from God. I don't think like I'm that smart or, you know, like things. So do you ever have that? Like things come to you or like this, like it doesn't even, I don't know. This isn't what I would choose for myself yeah. put it that way. Huh. So Interesting. coming out of hiding and then trying to pray and ruminate on that and kind of explore what that means. And I feel um. So a lot of things came up for me when I started exploring that and praying about it and, and talking about it. One, I don't know what or how or why or exactly the message, but part of me is like I got to come out of hiding as far as I like my bubble. I like my comfort zone. I like sitting behind my computer. I like hiding behind my words. Like I'll write words all day long. Will I speak them in <laughs> front of people? Yeah. I'll speak them here, but there's no one here. You're Everyone's here. here. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not listening. They're listening. <laughs> they're listening. But I don't have a uh, room full of uh, I don't have an audience I'm talking to. <laughs> <laughs> they're all listening. Live in front of me. Oh. Humans. We've yeah, okay. This is I mean the beginning it was weird. Now four years ta- in hey, we're will like you whatever. guys
1: will you guys write in or if you're listening <laughs> or watching this, will you guys let her know you're listening?
0: <laughs> okay. You know what I mean. Our exes are listening. I get it. Yeah. I'm really well aware. Everyone's listening. Um, but I, I think there's a sense of, like, hiding behind a lens or a screen or a keyboard or a phone is different than having to be in person. So this is what I'm thinking. I, I'm i thinking that there's there's part of me, like, wherever I'm comfortable is where I need to grow. So... Um, this idea of of maybe it is making more videos and putting myself out there in a different way. Maybe like it your is. coach, Lisa. <laughs> maybe it is speaking in front of people.
1: Yeah, like you're doing right now. To live about, to about two hundred eighty thousand people right now.
0: They're all listening. Okay, but live. Okay. You know, being on a uh, you know, um, coming out of hiding. I think I keep a lot close to my sleeve because I'm so worried about what the exes are gonna say. Yeah. Or think, mm-hmm. right? I, I, we've, we we um, we play it safe here. Really, I we don't disparage anyone on our podcast. Mm-hmm. We speak our truth, but we also honor that our children all have parents. Yeah, and I we're think, not
1: loose about it. Like we don't just right pop and I off don't, and say whatever we feel like because at the end of the day, like we know that it's not truly our heart,
0: and our but kids might someday not, hear this. Well, too, yeah, and it doesn't
1: it? it doesn't serve anyone well.
0: No, but I think it's part of coming out of hiding is not hide behind my fear of what an ex is going to say or do, what TikTok is going to be made, what story is going to be shared, what lie and manipulation of the truth is going to be told, you know, what the kids are going to hear. All these things have really kept me, and and really fruitlessly, because all that shit's happened. Yeah regardless and i've been hiding and even in my hiding yeah i'll say
1: even when it's been happening you know what i mean yeah
0: and so at least if that's gonna happen in hiding why am i in hiding
1: yeah there's no point yeah
0: you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i think there's just a tremendous amount of maturity that's gonna come out of me hiding from like you know using fear as a shield you know um being in my comfort zone and, you know, growing my business in a different way or authoring a book or whatever this is going to look like, you know, starting another company. I don't know. But coming out of hiding and stretching myself. Yeah. Like to full potential.
1: Well, uh, bec- uh, also the other so thing is. So that's kind of what was given Yeah. To me. At the end of the day, like, yeah, everyone, everyone's
0: listening. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but no one really cares. You know, people might talk about you. People might say things. No, there are people things. who really care. Is it's there? like their
0: mission in life. To yeah,
1: like, but do they really care? You know, I it's like, they do they do. like, do they matter? Like, does not to that, me, but yes, that's it, what I'm saying. Yes. So, if that's the case, and that's what we're dealing with, like,
0: and you know, I think about with the kids. Like, I was really fear led with the children, like so worried, and really so much has been said to the kids that's lies and fabrication and misrepresentation of us or me or whatever that i'm just kind of over it. Yeah. I'm really over it. Like well, at here, some point the kids are like regardless of what i do, mm-hmm. regardless of who i am and what mm-hmm. i do, if people are going to lie about me, you or misrepresent our relationship or the yeah. truth or whatever that's that's going to happen because we can't control them. Well, so, this is and
1: this is what i teach uh what i've been teaching my son because he is in high school and at the age where he goes through stuff like this and people say things and there's rumors and yeah. make up things and i tell him You do you. You be consistent to who you are and prove them all wrong by being consistent to who you are. You don't go change. Well, because they said that. Now I'm just, who cares then? They said I'd act like that or I'd do that. I'm just going to do that because they're already saying that. No, that just proves their point. Yeah. Don't act how they are saying. Learn from that. Yeah. You know, and if you were never acting or doing that in the first place, yeah. Don't start doing it now. Use it to keep you away from that. Yeah. And you're just going to have a, an easier, cleaner life, you know? And it yeah, it, it it goes for us adults, too. Like, if we can not do what everyone is saying about us or the rumors that are being spread, if that's not truly who we are yeah. and not how we live our lives, then, oh, well. Like, right. the, the, and the people kids, will see through that. And the kids see through that. In yes. 30 years from now, the kids are going to be like, damn.
0: And here's the thing I think that parents don't understand, and something that I've really fought against my own belief around this. We cannot control what our kids believe.
1: No. Well, yes, but no. We can't control what they believe. What they
0: choose to believe. But we
1: can give them the content and we we can can
0: be who we are. We can be
1: exactly who we are and prove to them what they believe.
0: Well,. They love both parents. They want to trust both parents. And that's perfect. That's exactly but where a you lot want of your times both parents are on opposite ends of things. Yep, they're on different pages. And that was my mom and dad. Yeah, you know, I remember I asked my mom, and I won't share. I maybe I, pro- I probably have shared this over the last four years, but I remember I'm a di- I'm a child of divorce. Uh, my parents divorced when I was one year old, yep. and it's totally natural. Like every child of divorce wants to make sense of it, because that divorce piece is a big part of their identity. And, and their culture and how they were raised. And so kids are always trying to make sense of their identity and where they come from and where they belong. Like, right. that's all children. So especially children of divorce are really interested in, in getting to the bottom of it. Why did you guys get divorced? What happened? Why aren't you together? Like, they want to understand. And I remember, I, you know, my mom had always shared with me loosely. And then when I got older, a little bit more, you know, her side of it. And then my dad, I remember my 30s, maybe my late 20s. It took me a really long time to get up the nerve because my dad and I have never been like super close. Like.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, deep, close. Like. Yeah. You uh, you never
1: lived with him for a year straight at any point in time in your we life. We never
0: had deep, meaningful conversations. Yeah.
1: Okay. Very surface.
0: Very surface. Always. So, to for me to ask my dad this big question took up a lot. Like I was shaking in my boots and I'm in my. Tw- it was either like late 20s, early 30s, <laughs> probably late 20s. And they both gave me the same but opposite story. Oh, really? Like their points of view, like same story, but they pointed the finger at the other person. Yeah,
1: it's like what we were talking about earlier. Yes. It's both, it was their, both their truths. So
0: then as a child in this situation, what I take away from this is the truth lies somewhere in the middle. Right. Or they're both right. Yeah. And everyone did this to everyone. You know what I mean? It's just, and so, and I wasn't there, right? Like I'm never truly going to know well, At firsthand. the end of the day,
1: it, it is both of their truths. That's exactly what both of them, you know, <laughs> you think. It's,
0: but it's just so, it's like, it's so opposite. It's so, but so that's, as when I think about that and relate it to my children and what they're being told or your child and what he's being told or your child and your daughter, what they're being told. I'm also like, gosh, I remember being the, that kid and being so Like you want to know, but then who do you believe? And then it isn't until you mature and you grow up where you can kind of discern the truth is probably somewhere in the middle because everyone's experiences of that are valid to them. And you weren't there, so you'll never truly know the truth.
1: Well, here's the million dollar question, though. Everything that your mom said about your dad or everything your dad said about your mom, did it cause you to pick sides and favorites and did you really i mean as an adult where you sit right now you know were you like yeah mom said a lot of terrible things about dad i totally took her side and mom was 100 percent spot on like dad is just this terrible thing or or mom or how about this how about stepmom stepmom said a lot of things
0: no about, it's, if stepmom tried to talk shit about my mom uh-huh I would hate my stepmom more. I was okay. very protect. I was very protective of so both parents. Like
1: th- remember what I was talking about twenty I was minutes very ago. Protective learning over both from parents. other people. Yeah. That's I a was. lesson right now. If you guys are listening to this, take that as a lesson. If you have stepkids at home, don't talk crap about their parents. This is this is, this is specifically it doesn't why help.
0: Like with your son, uh huh. I have never ever, since the moment I met him. Right. I met him when he was 5 years old yep. and you and I were friends. We were not dating whatsoever. Right. Um I think we were both dating other people actually when we first talked or we were like seeing other people or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, whatever. It doesn't even matter if whatever. But even from so like the second I met your son till now, I have never ever 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 said one negative thing about his mom to him. Yeah, right. And I don't even think I talk shit about it to you. Like, I don't think I, I just, I've never done that.
1: There's no need, yeah. But there, the here's the
0: reason is because I remember, like, no matter, no matter if what my stepmom was saying was true, like, it's kind of the thing, like, you, you can talk shit about your mom. I can't talk shit about your mom.
1: No, I'll give you permission.
0: (laughs) You know what I mean? But, like, that is that it's that, like, it could be true. Yeah. I can say it. You can't say it. But
1: that's how we all feel about our own children, too. It's like, I can.
0: That's a problem in marriage, though, right? Well, it's a problem in blended
1: families. Yes. Yes. Is that in our blended families, you know, I can say all the terrible things about my kid and when he's being a total brat hole and call him out on it, but I get offended when you do and vice versa. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. But, you know, um, man, it doesn't, I, I, you know, and this is something also to take away from this is, like, if you're a step-parent, and I know there's so much temptation to call out, like, there could be temptation for you to call out my children's father or me to call out my your son's Yeah, mom. but what's it? Yeah, it doesn't, the thing is, is it doesn't do anything. It doesn't bring any good, and it doesn't change anything, and it only makes, like, blended family life is hard. Yeah. So you're only making a hard situation and circumstance harder by choosing to disparage someone that your children naturally want to love. Like even if the other parent is non-existent, kids still want to love. So they'll make up the parent in their head, right? Like if parent's absent, they'll daydream about where mom is or where dad is or what, who they were if they're deceased. Like there is no winning here for step parents especially well there's nothing know.
1: constructive about it it doesn't just help it, harder. it just making everything harder it might make you feel a little bit better for a little bit but then as soon as everything comes toppling down you yeah. know and the no. conversation gets going and there's two people yeah. involved right or multiple people involved and in no that conversation. child
0: has ever been like oh Thanks, stepmom. You're so right. My mom's a total bitch. I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> right. I'm not going to talk to her again. Yeah. Like that, that is doesn't that the, Is that the goal happen.
1: anyways? Is that what we want for I our families? I think some,
0: some step parents do.
1: Really? Gosh.
0: I've seen it.
1: See, but that, even if you do, even if that's, even if that's,
0: some, even mm-hmm. that's what
1: you want, that's what your heart is. Mm-hmm. It's not going to play out well for you years from now. Yeah. You're going to be the one that drove the wedge in that, in that relationship. And it's all going to come back to you. And it's now you're going to have this full grown adult angry at you when they, you know, it just, it always comes around. Always realize like, you know,
0: kids really do know who everyone is at the end of the day. Like, You know, they want to love everyone and then they mature and they get families of their own and they get life experience under their belt and then they get their own boundaries and they have their own lives and then they discern this isn't for me and then you get it. And then, like, it's but you know, the last little bit about maturity, and I think it can tie it to what we were just discussing, is really in a blended family. I think maturity is focusing on the long, like the end game, long term, bigger picture. Stop being so focused on you. Stop making it all about you. I think that's the, the tendency in blended families is that we make it all about us. Mm-hmm. Because we're on high alert or we're anxious or we're defensive or we can't relax and we're walking on eggshells and we feel out of control. So we're looking for all evidence to prove ourselves right. When we believe we are out of control, you will look for all evidence to prove yourself right. Because that keeps you sane. It keeps you sane. Your sanity. You have to reinforce your belief through experience to be okay. Even so, I know it's all fucked up because it's totally there. It is. But
1: oh, that's the wrong one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there it is. So I, I so what I want to say is maturity is really making it less about you. And this specific example about the 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 kid, the stepmom or a stepparent, and the child is really. Are you honoring are you how you're talking about the other bio parent? is it nurturing the child in front of you, or is it making it harder for them it's and the the much, yeah. immaturity part of you is wanting to be' so like some people never grow out of the mean girl right Do you know people who are still high school mean girls yep. and they're like in their thirties or forties hundred percent. That's that immaturity piece. And so sometimes we have to mature out of this high school mean girl or our, our asshole jock guy, whatever you want to call. And we have to think of others as ourselves. Like you wouldn't do this to yourself. You wouldn't appreciate it done to you. So please don't do it to the children. And that's kind of like the maturity and leveling up and how you can grow your, fi- your blended family up is really thinking about the good of the whole and the good of the person in front of you, as much as you would consider yourself. Not that you're not thinking about yourself, but you're holding your stepchild equal in value to you, equal of importance, equal of worth, and equal as far as they're struggling too. Yeah. And is what I'm going to do to this child going to help them or hinder them?
1: Yeah. And e- being you, able it's, to It's do that, like when you're putting this stuff out, like is this – You know, what I'm about to put out, what I put out on the Christmas card with our whole family smiling there, all five of us or six of us, however many are in your blended family, all of us standing there. And then some people write that letter of like how the year went. Am I going to write like what, like how much I hate my step kids and my spouse on this letter? Like, no, like what we're putting out there is what we need, how we need to be treating this and how we need to be acting. And all that's going to do is bring up it's going to level up our our family, our whole family.
0: I know. I just, we're going to wrap it up here, but I love our, I love pictures that we took this year that we could never post. We can post like in 20 years. Yeah, we got
1: like 10 years.
0: 10 years? We're
1: not talking about pictures of her and I. We're talking about.
0: <laughs> no, our family We're talking picture. about the whole family.
1: Yeah, we have, yeah, we we do some fun stuff when we, when we do our. And if photos. there weren't
0: any co-parents involved,
1: oh, it would have been our it would, it have, would been have been our main, Christmas our card. Main Christmas it's the card. best picture ever. Yeah,
0: but you know, so a level of maturity, knowing that if we put something out there that's going to ruffle feathers, yeah, that we're gonna hold that for ourselves and not make it harder for our kids, because really, it's the kids who would
1: ultimately pay. Yeah, pay, it's not, not gonna. Not there's us. nothing. Yeah, there's, it's not bad enough that like any any retribution or repercussion would happen from it it's just one of those things that our kids would it just would just have cause to drama be, yeah. yeah they'd have to just deal with it and it's drama it would be nothing but drama it's just stupid stuff it's like yeah whatever but it's the maturity if, of if having indiv- not yeah, doing yeah, it Yeah, anyways,
0: the wisdom to know not to and <sighs> then to actually not to yeah. to hold back that's it because it's my favorite picture we've ever taken
1: that's awesome. Anyway, if, thanks for listening. I was going to say if oh. you guys want to know to get to a place like this with the wisdom and the leveling up, hit up Julia, now at gmail.com because at the time of this recording, she is giving free breakthrough sessions. And
0: my website's about to drop, you guys. Okay. So launch.
1: you launch websites. Oh, you, you.
0: drop. Oh. I don't know. Okay, my website's about to launch. So keep on the lookout, www.becomingheard.com. So I know the email has the now, but my website's just becomingheard.com. So keep checking in and seeing it and let me know what you guys think. If you have a word of the year or you're thinking about what your word of the year is, comment wherever you're listening to this or watching this or message me or email me. I would love to know your word of the year i love this
1: kind of stuff Uh, but we haven't had many of those reviews lately either so you guys are listening to this on your favorite podcasting streaming service hit us up with a review we they they help us especially those five star reviews they help us but we just appreciate you guys being here thank you for being here and hope everything is leveling up for you
0: yeah we'll see you next time (laughs) bye bye